Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The world has gone mad, Pat. Just mad. I, I mean, Darth Vader. I, I, I mean, 90s hip-hop star. What is going on with you today? Like, what, For those that are not watching on the Rumble channel over on rumble.com backslash critical thinking or on X, that's right, this show is on X every single day. You can find us at the Padoni Show over there, and I am at the Coppin Show. But what in the Sam hell is going on with your get-up today? Um, <clears throat> may I explain? Um, briefly, because this is the opening of the show, Pat. Um, well, or Darth. See, a few weeks ago, I had my furnace serviced. As of yesterday, my furnace comes on, but it doesn't heat anything. And it is 55 degrees in my house right now. It's so little, I'm cold. A little, little pout's cold. Aww. Um, Don't you also have a baby on the way? Yeah. Uh, or should I say your wife has a baby a on the way? You, you're just along for the ride. I mean, we're both involved in this, so. Okay. Just checking. She's the one that gives birth, if that's what you're asking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Um, just, just to clarify. Yeah, just to clarify. So what you're saying is this world sucks and it's insane. And um, has Donald Trump gone the route of Joe Biden? All that and more on this edition of Critical Thinking. I, even with what's going on in this world today, um, between all of the anti-Semitic and Jew-hating protests on college campuses, um, all of the video that we see from here in America... I don't know if you saw the video of what took place in Brooklyn this past weekend. I mean, maybe that's a good sign. Uh, did you see it? Um, no, actually, I don't think I did. So there was a Muslim man in a rather Jewish part of Brooklyn, and they had um, 
like those missing posters for the people who have been kidnapped and and taken hostage by Hamas, right? And they have them oh, up yeah. on the the telephone poles and and all that stuff, right? The light poles, telephone poles, all that, right? Yeah. He's going around on film just tearing them off. One by one by one by one by one. They got to the wrong block. Or he did, I should say. Because a army veteran, a normal person, and another normal person, one of them just literally posted up on this telephone pole or light pole, right? The other two confronted the man. And literally said, if you are ever around here again, I will put you in the ground. And he's not even Jewish. It was awesome. This is what I've been warning about, but also this is awesome. Because, you know, earlier this summer, Pat, we talked about all the violence and and the lack of response to said violence from government authority here in Chicago, right? And pretty soon the only answer is going to be, well, guess what? I'm going to shoot you right back, right? Or you're going to try to rob me. Um, it's not going to end well for you, because I'm going to get because the the citizenry is just going to get sick and tired of this at some point in time. Did we just see it this weekend in Brooklyn, where literally this individual was confronted face to face and basically told, "Get out of here," in much more colorful language, "Get out of here," or you're going to suffer some pretty grave, and I mean grave, wink, wink, consequences. You are going to meet Allah. I see what you did there. Have we gotten to the point where normal people, not far left or neo-Nazi BS individuals, are going to take back the quote-unquote narrative? I don't know. I don't know that we're at that point, but what I do know is we just saw this weekend a example of how you stand up to this because they are cowards by and large. They think they can do whatever they want under the cover of some sort of protection from government or freedom of speech. And what have we talked about, Pat? You are absolutely right to to freely speak. Now, this individual went beyond that by committing crimes. Not only did he litter because he was throwing them on the ground, which, you know, hey, every single one of those should be an offense, right? But beyond right. that, um, he was also destroying property and, and all sorts of stuff. You can argue that that was battery and, and all sorts of things like that. It turns out that these cowards, when they are confronted, because that's exactly who they are, cowards, when they're actually confronted by people who say what they mean and mean what they say, they back down. Because what did this guy do? He tried to get in his face to try to get the guy to hit him, and he didn't, right? And then he cowardly walked away. He looked like a deer in headlights because he never thought anybody would actually confront him for doing this. Now, 
that's a drop in the bucket compared to what is going on around the globe. Right, Pat? I, I mean. Unfortunately. You know, one of our reviving liberty point, points, right? If you go down the list of the 10 things that you can do to revive liberty, right? Get right with God, form fellowships, not coalitions, um, be an example in your family, make them own their own crap. Ding, 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 ding. Maybe we should add another one onto this, and that is when they tell you who they are, listen. It has nothing to do with anything other than when they open their mouths, pay attention, because nine times out of ten, they're telling you exactly what they think and whom they are and whom they like to associate with. And for each and every single person out there who wants to say, well, this is just a bunch of radical left-wingers, the fringe here in America, you might be right. You might be right. But the problem is that that radical fringe happens to have our media bent over a barrel. They happen to own our academic institutions. And they, by and large, own a majority of the bureaucratic nature of our federal government. And by the way, it's even worse at your state government level. And what do I mean by that? I simply mean you have no idea whom is populating the halls of your bureaucracy in your state. How many conservatives do you know work for the state? I'll wait for you. Chances are if they do, they are like city inspectors or state inspectors or people that are involved in the trades, right? who have a role to play from a um, fiduciary duty level, that's about it. I, I literally am racking my brain trying to come up with anybody that I know that works for either the state of Illinois or the state of Wisconsin, other than those types of individuals who have a role to play in the enforcement of code. That's about it. Can you, Pat, can you name one? Um, I mean, if I could, it would be a a drop in the bucket kind of a deal. Right. Right. Exactly. So, yes, they may be a small minority, but they hold a lot of the levers of power in this country. It's why you see absolutely nothing happening. Um, was, what was the college last week, Pat, in which the students were, the Jewish uh, law students were locked into the library because a rabid pack, and I mean rabid pack of pro-Palestinian protesters were demanding to basically murder these individuals, right? What else were they going to do? Were they going to nicely confront them and um, talk sweet nothings into their ear, Pat? Was it Jones College? It was a, it's a law school. I'm looking it up. But anyway, were any of them arrested? 
a few were after. We also get reports that the librarian, because, you know, they're on the side of the Jews, quote-unquote, right? Oh, wait, no, they're the most of the blue-haired brigade of our generation. Um, what, what, what was it that they said there, Pat, and, and told them that they could do to hide again? Oh, go full and Frank. That's right. Um, you can go hide in the attic. Uh, it was Cooper Union. It's a small Co- private university in uh, New York City. Mm-hmm. And these were like six or was it nine? Either way, uh, Jewish law students and very noticeably Jewish because they're wearing the yarmulke, right, on their uh, on their heads. Mm-hmm. So, or yarmulke, as you might call it. I was going to say, is it yarmulke? Yeah, it yeah. depends on how Hebrew you want to get. Um, Fair. Either way, very distinguishably and noticeably Jewish um, because of the paraphernalia being worn. Okay, so any punishment for these students? Have they been dismissed from campus? Because it's one thing, again, I have said this a thousand times, and we talked about this last week. It is one thing, again, to be able to protest and to speak vile language, right? Right. It is one thing to do that and to have a counter-protest, to have people tell you you're a piece of you-know-what. And it's a wholly different thing to begin to advocate for violence, murder. That is illegal. Period, point blank. You cannot go on a on a stage and say, I'm going to murder all the people in the audience. Or whatever, right? Right. It's a wholly different thing to then also, after your speech, decide to do what? Hunt down the Jews? Again, that's illegal. We're going to go Jew hunting? That's disgusting. And that's exactly what this mob was attempting to do because they did what, Pat? Heard that there were Jews in the library. No, You, you don't say that there might be Jewish people involved in a law school. You, you don't freaking say. In America, no, no way. Couldn't stereotype that, right? That being said, that doesn't give you a right to go in and try to harass, harangue, uh, physically accost. What else were you there to do? What were you going to do to these individuals? What was the point of your mob activity? Did the professional police force at Cooper Union do anything? No, because there is no professional police. It's just mall cops that they have there. Did they bring the NYPD in? Eventually, did they do anything about this? Not really. It is a permeating evil. And it's not just leftist protesters here in America. It's not just Hamas, the birds of the same feather flocking together. It is happening all over the world. And by the way, this has been happening on a 
scale in which we just have not been paying attention to, especially in the Caucasus region, right? Dagestan and other areas where there's a millennia or three old Jewish population that exists right alongside modern Muslims. Not just in Israel and uh, Hamas-controlled Gaza and the West Bank, right? This is happening in regions all over the globe. But this past weekend, Pat, I want, I want you to understand here the evil that you are going to have to confront in your own life. And this is something that we talked about last week, right, Pat? You cannot be an ostrich anymore. Is there nuance in the Hamas-Israel scenario? Potentially. But why do I say that this is no longer a ostrich situation, Pat? Can you, can you gander a guess as to why I might say this? Even though I also will tell you that Hamas-Israel in the Gaza-Israeli conflict has some nuance to it. Can you gather a reason why I might say what I'm saying? Well, I mean, if you're going to sit there and say that you know your 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 platform is to kill all the Jews, oh, that's the problem. Really? Um, you sure? Y- yeah. Uh, huh. This is why we. This is why I often say there can be no fence sitters and stuff like this. Um, this is this is a group of people that is wanting to commit mass worldwide genocide. It's not just in Israel. It's not just them killing innocent people, which they did in recent weeks here, right? Like 1,400 of them, yes. Right. It's not just killing innocent people. There. It's everywhere. Um, if, if Had they just gone after, say, Israel's military, that might have been a little different. I, you because, know, again, still... it's legitimate authoritarian force versus legitimate authoritarian force, right? Right. The rules of war apply, except for they, they don't want the rules of war to apply no that's very clear they are they are this is why you this is why i say there are no fence sitters in this is because when you when you are arguing with madmen arguing with terrorists there is no reasoning with them none so no i i i I don't know that there's nuance here as some people would like to point out I, i i don't know that because I'm not going to sit here and try to reason with somebody that wants to kill an entire group of people and annihilate them from the earth. You are 100% correct here, Pat. There's no fence-sitting. There's no ostriching this. It is very simple. Either you want to confront the evil or you're on the side of the evil. Either you are anti-evil, you are part of God's army, or you're with the devil. It is just that simple. And why do I say that? I say that because of um, moments like this from the Dagestan region in the Caucasus. um, I believe it's part of Russia still, but they're still fighting Russia for their freedom or whatever the hell you want to call it. This 
is a mob of evil. saw, if you were only listening on the podcast, and what you heard, I should say, because you didn't see it, that is a mob at uh, the airport in Dagestan, okay? On the rumor that there was a flight coming from Israel that landed there. Now, some might say, why in the hell would you do that if you're from Israel and you know what's going on in Dagestan? Because you should be paying attention to that because it's relatively close to you, right? Right. Um, Well, um, two things. Number one, there are people from that region who go to Israel all the time for their medical care, for major surgeries and things like that because Russia's medical infrastructure, and especially in that region, is so terrible. So lots of people go there that are Muslim, that are just normal, everyday people, and they might be returning back home from said. But if it's from Israel, there have got to be a bunch of Jews on the plane, Pat. That is a rabid mob, because what you also saw, or heard, I should say, and we saw, is people literally breaking doors down, Pat, attempting to find the Jews, right? That's what they're doing. They are literally hunting them down uh, across every nook and cranny of this airport, right? They're opening secure doors and this, that, and everything in between. They even got onto the airstrip, by the way, at one point, Pat, uh, attempting to find the plane, quote-unquote. This is also prior or post the night before where we have news that in a different part of this region, they were attempting to hunt down the Jews in a hotel that they were supposedly holed up in. Now, never mind the fact that there are literally hundreds of thousands of Jews that actually live in this region and have historically lived there for almost three millennia at this point. Never mind that. Um, isn't this the story yesterday that the AP called a protest? Now, I'm glad you brought this up, and I'm going to get to it in a moment. But before I do, I want you to absolutely confront the evil that exists. 
because it's very simple to me. Either you're on the side of humanity or not. Either you're on the side of, yeah, nah, I'm good not killing people just because of their religion. I'm good with that. Or you're on the side of people who want to kill people because of their religion. Or ethnicity. But it's one and the same to the left. True. And for the Jews for Palestine or whatever group that is, right? Take a look at who populates that group. It is all of the far left, non-religious, barely ethnic Jewish population here in America who have advocated for every leftist Marxist policy you can think of. Now, before we confront the AP here, Pat, before we do that, we must continue to confront the evil because that was evil. That was scary. I mean, we're watching literally thousands, at least 8,000, if not thousands of people rabidly foaming from the mouth, basically, attempting to hunt and find the Jews as if what, what, what were they going to do? Shake their hand and say, welcome to Dagestan? What were they there for? Unless you think that this is a minority of the Dagestani population, we're going to confront the absolute evil that exists. Care to describe that interview that we just witnessed in Dagestan? Uh, was talking to these people of why they were there, and these these were kids. Very too. clearly kids, by the way, because you yeah. can hear in their voice that they have not gone through puberty, which means they are under at least the age of 10. Why were they there? Go ahead. Tell them. To kill the Jews. That, that was their answer. That literally was their answer. One of them hoping to find a machine gun so he could slaughter as many Jews as possible, by the way. The other one now, was talking about just using a knife, but yeah. Right, knife culture is a massive thing in Eastern Europe, period, point blank. Like, you go to Poland, you go to Turkey, by the way. Turkey's got probably the biggest knife culture in the world. And English soccer fans found that out in the 2000s, right, Uh, where they were confronted by, I think it was Leeds United fans, confronted by, because apparently they defaced some money with the Omir or whatever, person on it they def- they like were wiping their butt with it and that was a highly offensive act over there and, and i get that and they attacked them with knives and murdered at least three of them okay so point being there is a massive knife culture over there but beyond that point these kids are totally either brainwashed or they believe this on their own 
And I'm going to go with brainwash because you don't get to that point without that being a learned behavior. It's the same thing with right. Nazis right. and neo-Nazis right. and skinheads and da 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 I don't care if that happens as an adult or a child. You have been brainwashed. It's the same thing with cults, right? It's the same thing with the NXVM or um, when you take a look at the quote-unquote church of Scientology, a.k.a. the cult of Scientology. When you take... It is absolute brainwashing. It is a... It is a wiping of everything that you have known and a replacement of something else, right? Or it is... It is an indoctrination. Whatever term, whether you want to use brainwashing or indoctrination, that's evil. You are doing that to your child. Lest you thought that this was just Hamas or Afghanistan with the Taliban or Al-Qaeda or the absolute grotesque things that are happening in Nigeria and Africa and in Ethiopia and elsewhere, which, by the way, has one of the largest Jewish populations in the world. Most people don't know that as well. Ethiopia, one of the oldest Jewish populations in the world. Also one of the oldest um, non-Hebrew, I think it's the oldest non-Hebrew Bible in the world. Most people don't know that, as well as a Christian, but all of that notwithstanding. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. If you are unwilling to remove your head from the sand, if you are unwilling to confront this, I can't help you. Like, I, I, I'm at the point in time where, you, you know, we, we've talked about a time for choosing. It is as simple as this. You are either on the side of Jews get to live or not. And if you stay silent, if you are unwilling to stand up for the basic human right to life, right, to all of the pro-life Christians in the world, Pat, to all the pro-lifers who I have seen disgustingly, people like Jake Shields and all of those um, white nationalist BS Nick Fuentes cucks out there, because that's exactly who you are. You, you want to claim the mantle of being pro-life. Now is your time to actually choose life. 
we are called many times in a generation, right? <coughs> or at least one time in every generation. Look at World War II. This is our time because we we don't live in an era in which Hamas can hide this. We don't live in an era in which the people of Dagestan can hide the fact that they are literally slaughtering or wanting to slaughter Jews and Christians, right? The biggest ethnic cleansing in the world is happening in that very region, and it's happening to Christians. Remember the phrase from Dietrich Bonhoeffer, silence in the face of evil is in of itself evil. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. There can be no fence setters in this. Nope. There literally cannot be any fence setting. So, which side are you on? Which side are you on? It is just that simple for me. And it's a pretty simple solution. It's a pretty simple answer for me. I'm on the side of life, period, point blank. And if you believe that somebody doesn't have the right to live just because of their religion, their ethnic state, you suck. You're a terrible human being. And I'm going to stand up to you every single time that you want to do that. I mean, I literally sat in a car. Somebody, we were coming back from a White Sox game one time with some friends and and uh, people around these friends. And somebody was being an absolute racist a-hole. And I was like, dude, did do you understand what you're saying, right, at first? Like, thinking that this was just, like, either the beer talking or whatever. Oh, no, he knew exactly what he was saying. And I spent the rest of the ride until I got home berating his ass. And guess who didn't talk the entire rest of the time? That dude. That dude. And uh, because it was a friend of a friend, right? I was a little leery afterwards. And then until I got a text from said friend who was like, that was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, so what are you going to do about it? Because I, I, nah, nah, brah. If you go, if you want to go to a game with him or whatever, because of whatever association you can do that. I'm never, ever in the same room as that person again, ever. Because it's not going to be fun for that individual. That's my point. It's not just about sitting back and saying that's awful, right? Because sitting behind a microphone saying that's awful. No, it's time to confront. So when you see this in your community, when you see this, in the places that you live, call it out. Confront it. Because it turns out that these kinds of cowards, all that they're going to do is back down because they are cowards. Because it takes a lot of courage to stand up for life. 
It takes no courage to take somebody else's life. Or to say that you are going to do that. Or to rip down signs or to sit there and and uh, chant whatever BS Marxist slogans that you want to chant, right? In favor of a free Palestine. There's no such thing as free Palestine if the Jews don't get to live too. And that's the reality of this scenario is that one side has already shown by its very actions, by its very nature, by its very governmental structure, by the fact that Muslims, Jews, Christians all get to live together. Now, sometimes it's very uncomfortable, right? We've seen video of Orthodox Jews um, as Christians do the pilgrimage uh, of Christ and, and walk the, the path that he walked, the stations of the cross, if you will, right, in, um, in Jerusalem, right? When, when we see that, there, you see Orthodox Jews spitting on the ground and doing this, that, and the other thing. Is that comfortable? No. But that's the confrontation of religious belief, right? And right. that's only natural. There's a difference between that and saying, if the Orthodox Jews were saying, no, Christians don't get to live, period, point blank. The society of Israel, everybody is living side by side. It might be uncomfortable at times. Well, guess what? It is also uncomfortable at times to live here in Chicago, to live in Salt Lake City, to live in L.A., to live wherever, right? It can be uncomfortable at times. You have to pay attention to your surroundings. You have to know where you are, put yourself in smart scenarios instead of stupid ones. Great example of this. I, since this summer, will never, if I'm waiting for a client or another agent or whatever outside of, or for a showing in a building, I will never put myself in a scenario in which I'm on the sidewalk. I'm either going inside the high rise, right? And I'm going to sit down, let the door person know, hey, by the way, I'm here for a showing, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to sit down until everybody's there inside the safety of that area. Why? Because we know what's going on in this city. Because we know that there are people who are actively looking for those who are just standing around. Don't put yourself in that scenario. And if, if I can't get into the building or whatever have you, I'm getting as close to the building as humanly possible. I'm also not going to the backside of a building or the, the alley or the side of a building without somebody else with me. Why? Because I'm not putting myself in that scenario in which I know that I could easily be attacked. I say all of that to say this. There's a difference between that and a confrontation over my right to just live a normal life, just go about my day. These people literally are hunting them like they're dogs, like they are... You know, wild game. I, I just, I, I've never, we haven't seen this since the attempt of the Axis in World War II to attach themselves to the hatred of the Muslim world at that time. And, and most people don't understand 
that the governments in the Middle East at that time were very Marxist, were very much of the fascist nature. That's why you saw them working hand in foot with Mussolini, hand in foot with um, the Nazi party in Germany. We haven't seen this since. And I'll be damned, Pat. I will be damned if I let this happen in our generation without a fight. Because, again, my point being, we are watching this happen in the open. And here in America, you know, Ron DeSantis talked about, well, what are you, you know, what nobody's doing anything. He's right. But there's a difference. My question to Ron DeSantis would be this Are you suggesting they don't have the right to speak? Because there's a difference between their speech and their confrontation, right? And the second sure. that it crosses the line into, I'm going to hunt these people down on campus. Y'all go to jail, y'all get the book thrown at you, and you are expelled from school. More importantly, they should all be expelled from school already. It's just that simple. It is just that due process. There's no such thing as due process on campus. Ask individuals who've had Title IX sexual assault cases thrown at them for somebody's regretfulness of sleeping with them the night before. Ask that. Or just because they didn't like them or they had a uh, uh, confrontation with them, so they're going to get them. We've seen that. Or the people who make fake racial crimes on campus and pin it on somebody else to get their life ruined. We've seen that. How many dozens and dozens of times? College campuses can do that, but they will never confront the evil of their own side of the aisle. They'll never confront it. So you have to confront it. It's as simple as this. Are you going to choose life or death? And we already know, if you saw the Hamas video this weekend, they're going to choose the side of death every single time. Because they believe that death gives them life. They say it themselves as if it's not. And my question is, is that a perversion of the Quran? No, it's not. They, the, the Quran teaches that your life begins at death. Now, I can argue that so does the Christian religion. And what do we mean by that? Because at death, you, in your earthly life are done. In St. Thomas Aquinas, we've talked about this how many times on this show? He talks about you cannot be a perfect human being. There's no such thing. There's only ever been one, and that was the human form of God in Jesus Christ, okay? You cannot be perfect in this life, but, but if you have belief in the grace of God and give your life to God here on this earth, you will see your perfect self in death. But that here on earth, you do work towards a more perfect version of yourself. You will never reach perfection, but that doesn't mean you don't try to reach what God sees as perfect for you. 
Do you see the difference? There's a difference between, hey, I'm going to achieve the perfection of myself upon death, but that I live a life seeking betterment versus a religion that says you're nothing until you die. If you don't want to confront that, I, it's, 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 if you want to bury your head in the sand, as we talk about, put, be the ostrich, right? Bury that head in the sand and la, 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 la. I'm not going to hear it. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to see it. I'm not going to do anything. I can't help you. I don't know that I can even be friends with you. But that's my choice. No, it's not. Your your silence is actual violence in this case. If you knew that your neighbor was a Nazi and hunting Jews down, would you have said so? Hell yeah, you would have. Why? Because we've been taught for the past 70 years that Nazis are bad, that they were evil, that they hunted Jews down and killed them all, except for they also hunted Christians and... Um, and the mentally ill, and everybody else, right, that weren't the quote-unquote perfection of race and society. So that's the, the never again that people talk about, they, that they give us those platitudes for, right? The never again is what? Not just about the Nazis. It's never again are we going to allow a single group of people to do what the Nazis did, which was what? Round them up and kill them all. Because if we didn't finally confront this, right, and win this war, this would have continued forever. And if we don't learn that lesson of history right now, that we have a moment in time in which we can stop this, in which we can confront it, we can obliterate it as much as humanly possible. Now, Russia, as a nation, has a very long history of being anti-Semitic, right? We know that the Russian Jews were the first to be brutalized under the Soviet regime. We know that they then went to other Christians that weren't of the Russian Orthodox Church, right? We know that they did this, this, and this. And by the way, they eventually went after the Russian Orthodox Church because why? It turns out that uh, the belief in Christ is above the belief in state, and that shall not prevail in a state that is communist. But it is on us to set an example that we are going to confront this, and this will never happen again. But Hamas, but those, even if you think it's a minority, it is not just the vocal. It is the active minority who hold lots of levers of power across this globe that are willing to either idly stand by or be active participants in the mass slaughtering or attempt to mass slaughter the Jews. When when you say never again because you hear somebody um, shoot up a school or do this or that, right, in the community, right, or attack a synagogue, like they did in Pittsburgh, right? How many of the left said never again? How many people wanted to to prostrate themselves before the the social media good, right? How many of them are now talking about free Palestine? How many of them are now on the side of the people who wanted to literally 
activate the people in Pittsburgh to slaughter those Jewish people. How many of them? Never again means never again. I, if you are, if you don't get that again, I, I'm really struggling. There's a line in the sand. I'm gonna side with life all the time. That means, yeah, you get to live if you believe a little bit differently than I do, right? Well, a lot differently because kind of the basic structure of Christianity versus Judaism is that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, is the human form of God, and and to <clears throat> the Jews, that's not the case. Um, that's a big difference. But they get to live. Uh, I mean, they get to have their belief just as I do. I, I just... If we can't get to that, if you can't agree to that basic of a level of society, I don't know. I, where are you, Pat? I, I just, I, how do you not see this and go, that's evil, that's sick, that's disgusting? I'm on the other side of that. It's just that simple. It's black and freaking white. Well, I mean, and I guess I guess I would speak to the the leftist crowd here in, in our own country, the, the one that is particularly been protesting and sympathetic to the likes of Hamas. This is the same side that uh, preaches tolerance and for the sake of, oh, we need to be accepting of anyone and everyone regardless of their beliefs, sexuality, etc., etc., etc. Yet you are propping up a known organization that has systemically said that they want to kill all of the Jews. That's that's where they stand. They don't stand for, we need to be more tolerant and accept everyone, and regardless of their religion, sexuality, etc., 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 as our leftist culture would claim that they believe in in this country. Instead... They double down, and they continue to double and triple down. I'm not on that side. I have friends who are Jewish. I I grew up with some people that were Jewish. I went to high Mm -hmm. school with some people that were Jewish. And they were good. I mean, they, they were all good people. You know, did we have fundamental disagreements around religion? Yes, of course. of course. That doesn't mean that I have the right to make them less of a person or that they have less rights than I do just because they believe in some different nuances about in their own religion. Yeah. Yep. I, I just... So... I, and, and maybe it's just a difference in how... I was brought up and indoctrinated. Perhaps. Perhaps. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's just a difference between how the left sees the, oh, wait, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. And that's where I was ultimately trying to get to is they are absolutely for all of this. Yep. It's a time for choosing, and I'm going to choose the side of life. And by the way, that goes for the uh, people in Gaza, by the way, who are being brutalized by both sides. And that's sure, my point of the absolutely. nuance. 
But it is very, very simple. It is as simple as this. Until you stop supporting those who want to slaughter, because here's the deal. Israel doesn't want to slaughter anybody in Gaza or the West Bank. That ain't how that works, and that ain't how any of this has gone down, ever. It is very, 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 very simple. Until one side agrees the other side has a right to live, you got no point. No No leg to stand on, nothing. All right, with that being said, Pat, um, I think we can skip the B or not the B today because I want to talk about one thing that is less global and more local, and uh, that is um, a question that you posed to me over the weekend, and that's, um, are we watching grumpy old men playing out in real life? Um, because we're watching Joe Biden and Donald Trump mentally decline at a very rapid rate. It's almost day by day at this point. Now, the other part of this that I wanted to get into, because I, I, we didn't have time to put all of the, what the hell is Donald Trump talking about moments together? Um, and I'm hoping to do that for tomorrow's show or Wednesday's show. As we've talked about in the theme of this is if they tell you, if they open their mouths and tell you who they are, you need to listen. And that applies to Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, Mike Pence, any politician, right? This is Donald Trump. And this is what he thinks of all y'all that are in this crowd, by the way, this MAGA forever crowd. Because one of the things that you bought the most is that, We're going to build the wall and Mexico's going to pay for it. And this is what Donald Trump thinks of you right now. So with all those losers out there that say Trump never got the, you remember I used to say Mexico will pay for the piece of the wall. I'll say, what's going to happen with their fight? I say the wall gets higher. We all had a lot of fun, but I said Mexico will pay for a piece of the wall. Well, there was no legal instrument to do that. Pretty sure he just called Y'all in MAGA land, um, losers. I don't know about you. I never bought that, that that was ever going to be a thing. No, I I never believe that he was going to attempt to build a wall, probably, but I knew that was going to come at our expense, not Mexico's expense. Never was going to, unless you literally held them over a barrel with a barrel in their mouth and said, give us all your pesos or else. And he was never going to do that either. No. Yeah, um, when when we say the GOP hates you, Trump's very much part of that GOP that hates you, um, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, he absolutely hates you. He hates he hates that he was cost uh, a, a, an election and that it was stolen from him, quote-unquote. And I say quote-unquote because it wasn't stolen from him in the way that most people think it was stolen from him, but it was mm-hmm. stolen. Um so he hates all of that, um, and he he hates that. I, I, I'm pretty sure he hates the fact that he is uh, not really gaining any power or any momentum at the moment, and that he has all these legal battles against him. So yeah, he hates you. He hates it, every it, it, like he'll hate people like us because we will call him out on his bullcrap every time. Right, but that's fine. So, I don't care about that. I what I care about is the fact that 
to to all of you that are maga 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 um he, he just called you losers you are the right. ones who believed that not me not pat y'all believe that you mm-hmm. hook line and sinkered all of it you bought it all you continue to buy it all you continue to make an excuse what's your excuse for him calling you a loser you know, you call people that wanted a plan and um, with Matt Gates' situation, right? I saw this all the time. Bunch of you're all just a bunch of cucks, right? As if like you know, beta males who couldn't do anything, right? That was the MAGA Forever line on all of this, right? Right. Who's the cuck now? Yeah, you are literally. He's got you on a leash and he's walking you along, and he's telling well, you he's degrading you. He's telling you you're. A, you're a loser, you're a moron, and and you're loving every second of it. You are but, lapping but it up as if you were in a dom-sub relationship, which you are these in, same, by the way. These same people will sit there and also lie to your face, be like, oh, I never believed it either. Bull they, crap. They, they will literally sit there and tell Let's you. go that. back on your Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. Where's the moment where you went, ah, he was, he was just kidding, uh, I never believed that. I, I just wanted, right. So again, when he tells you that, when he, fir- when he got you all, you know, foaming at the mouth for Hillary Clinton, he was just kidding on that too. And, uh, oh, oh by the bullshit. way, uh, this, that, was and everything one? else. The only thing, the only real big thing that he did that he said he was going to do was the tax cuts, right? Except for those were offset by massive tariffs who, that made you pay more. For your goods and services. Congratulations on all of that. I, I just... Again, Whoa. when they tell you who they are and what they're about, listen. Donald Trump just told you to your face that you in MAGA land, you, MAGA forever, I, 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 can't, I can't with Ron DeSantis, right? Or anybody else. It's MAGA or nothing. When, wh- what's it going to take? For him to slap you in your own face? Oh, wait, you would probably say, thank you, may I have another. If you if you watch that video and don't say, he's calling me a loser, right? If you don't hear that or see that, you're in a cult. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts on today's program. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And I'm just tired of freezing my butt off. (laughs) Some would say you don't have much of a butt to freeze off, but hey, please be smart, be safe, be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals today. And for the love of God, my Green Bay Packers are almost as bad as the Chicago Bears. (laughs) Matthew 547. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.